Heather McDonald has got the juices scoop. When you're on the road, when you're on the go, Juicy Scoop is the show to know. She talks Hollywood tales, her real life Mr. Sacred Serial Data, and Serial Sister. You'll be addicted and addicted fast to the number one tabloid real life podcast. Listen in, listen up. Woo woo. Heather McDonald. Juicy Scoop. Hello and welcome to Juicy Scoop. I have so much juice for you today. So much has been happening over the last few days. And then, of course, I went on longer with one of your favorites, Justin Martindale. So I have lots of fun scoop, like the second half of the show is scoop with uh, Justin Martindale. But let's get into it. So I'm hanging out um, out in my backyard here in, in the OC, and that's when I first heard that Saturday night or Sunday morning, 1230 a.m., J-Lo and Ben Affleck, they got married. They tied the knot. How do we know? Because she let the world know for those that were that subscribed to her special website when she got engaged with her Green Jolly Rancher ring, everyone had to join this website. So you'd get the the inside scoop, if you will. And um, which is great. It's her wedding. Like, why does she, why not capitalize on it and have it for your best fans? Of course, people screen grabbed that and we got to see that she wore Kind of, she had sort of like a 1960s look, a lot of big fake hair that I love and very simple. She said it was a vintage dress. I don't know what it came from. Um, people are like, is this from the wedding planner? Because that's like, was a long time ago in a movie she was in. Um, my first thought was like, I'm happy that they got married um, in her thing that she wrote, this long thing about don't give up. Sometimes it takes 20 years. Sometimes the love, you know, you have to go through other things or people to find the love. And I kind of was trying to remember, why did they break up? They were engaged. She had the pink diamond. They were on yachts. They were driving a Rolls Royce around Rodeo Drive every other day. She took him, threw away his Red Sox clothes and slicked back to his hair. And they were this like Benifer, right? And they broke up. And I'm trying to remember, but I think it was uh, that there was like something. He was at a strip club or something. I don't know. Maybe he was struggling with the drugs and alcohol. And then apparently he's sober now, though he likes to smoke cigarettes. Anyway, she doesn't have to look at his back tattoo because she doesn't do it from behind. So they are good to go. And they're just having the time of their life. And now she is Mrs. Jennifer Affleck. Now there was, of course, Jen Affleck, Jennifer Garner. Um, but Jen, Jennifer Garner goes by Jen. So it's all great. All five kids were with them. They got their marriage license. She said, we were just in line in Nevada getting our marriage license at the county. Uh, there were two men that were in love ahead of us. There was a young couple with their baby behind us. So we're just like everybody else searching for love. And it was really sweet. Um, I don't know. I was torn because I think we kind of live for J-Lo moments. And then I thought, did she listen to Juicy Scoop? And hear me rip on her movie with Owen Wilson, Marry Me. And she was like, you know what? I have been married a lot. And I don't really think I need Heather McDonald to rip apart my dress or predict what it's going to look like. I'm just going to beat her to the punch. I'm going to get married this weekend. Pretty much, I think that's what happened. And I just want to say, J-Lo, Mrs. Affleck, I still am down for you to have a fabulous reception. And you can still wear three to four dresses and you can still do your thing, and your daughter can sing, and the whole the whole thing. I, I would still Ben um, 
Matt Damon can come and be the best man. I still think we could have this moment with, and it will be even more received because you guys already did the official getting married and we don't have to worry about like, is it going to happen? Is it not? Is it going to happen? Is it not? Um, I also want to say, let's remember why she's with Ben Affleck today because he broke up, he and Jennifer Garner broke up. He struggled with alcohol. He was dating the nanny. He was dating um, a couple other, you know, young girls. He was dating the actress from that Deep Water or whatever movie that was not good. Um, And then they got to get together and they got together after she broke up with A-Rod. Why did she break up with A-Rod again? Who she was engaged to? Southern Charm, Madison LaCroix, and A-Rod were apparently communicating, maybe more, but they were definitely communicating on DM. Um, Craig Conover, Pillow Man, he had mentioned it, like hinted at it. You were DMing baseball players or something. And then Danny, I think, confirmed it on Kate Casey's podcast. So Madison went on with her life. She just got enormous teeth. If you're watching Southern Charm, I'm not, but I saw a clip of her on um, Watch What Happens Live, and she's such she has such a good body. She's so pretty, but now she's got the big giant teeth. It makes it a little difficult for her to speak. Anyway, she dumped a rod. Someone contacted each other and was like, "Hey, how's it going?" And now they're married, in love, the love of her life, who she wanted to marry twenty years ago. She was down with her pink diamond and her Rolls Royce, and. It all is meant to be. They have their kids and now they're together forever. So, but like I said, I'm still down for like a big, a big party. I mean, come on, Leah Remini, the best friend. She's going to be, I mean, she's going to act like she's happy for JLo, but she's going to be like, come on, we got to have something going on with her nails. Let's have something, do something fun. Now that she's free from Scientology, like she's, you know, can have her fun with JLo. So there you go. Um, Very happy for them. The other news that happened on, I think it was Thursday or Friday, was it came out, it was confirmed that Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thomas, who are, sorry, (laughs) Tristan Thompson, who is the father of their daughter, who's uh, named True, and she's four, they are expecting a baby. People say the baby could be here. It's pretty much confirmed that it's a boy, and... It could be here or it's coming any day. Um, I did the math. As you know, Tristan has fathered. He had he had a baby who with a woman who was pregnant when he met Chloe, but they weren't together, apparently. Then he had True with Chloe. And then there was this other girl, Marley, who said they slept together on his birthday back in March. March of 2020? It would have been March of 2020. Um, that same birthday, uh, Chloe had written a beautiful thing to him, celebrated his birthday with him and appeared like they were together. We, we saw them on the last episode of keeping our up with Kardashians, um, really getting along, working out together, quarantine together, filming together, parenting together and saying we're not together, but we are definitely going to go forward with having another child. So I kind of don't know why people are so beyond shocked that, that this happened because she's 39 years old. She knew she was going to go through a surrogate with, for the second baby. That's a lot of time that goes into, um, having a successful surrogate pregnancy. You have to find the surrogate. You have to take the embryos, pick the best embryos, 
So first you have to get your eggs out, then you have to get the sperm, make the embryo. Um, because with, with Tristan, I believe that that was a natural pregnancy with, um, true. So they went through all this. That takes a long time. I remember watching the show, um, or reading that one of those attempts when they were together was not successful. So they, meaning that the surrogate maybe was not, um, impregnated by the, with the embryo. So then it happened according to this timeline. If this baby is here or do any day, Marley must've had, uh, Tristan's baby while the girl, the surrogate was already, um, you know, with child. So what are you going to do? It kind of explains how the, you know, how the family was still really respectful of their relationship of Chloe, of Tristan. Um, I mean, they still pissed at him, but you know, like Chris wrote this beautiful tribute to all the fathers in their lives, him being one of them, you know, Scott, everybody for father's day. So they all knew this baby was coming and the baby is here and the baby's going to be loved and the baby's going to have a great life. And Chloe's going to be a great mom. And I think she wanted the, you know, this, she had the, the situation with this guy. She wasn't dating anybody else. She didn't want to wait any longer. She wanted the kids to be full siblings and close enough in age that they really live a life as siblings. And so this is it. And yeah, was she probably completely mortified and embarrassed? Of course she was when this other um, child came. But I think she's like, it's fine, Tristan. I'm going to be raising these kids. I'm not even going to be asking you for a dime. When you want to come in and take them out, when you want to hang out as a family, I'm fine because I don't even... I'm not even like heart. I think people think she's heartbroken by this, but I really don't. I think she was like, I just want the kid and I'm really fine with whatever the fuck you do. So he's in Greece um, and having fun while, again, it's not like she's giving birth. So if he's not there for the birth, I also don't think that matters. She's going to be there with the surrogate um, and her family and her sisters and her mom and everybody. And then he can come around and and probably be, a, you know, an involved dad as much as, as works for her, the mom. So that's my opinion on that. Um, oh, this other this other article from page six says, Tristan Thompson holds hands with a mystery woman in Greece. Yes, he's boning in Greece, you guys. He's in Greece. He's a good looking guy. He's famous. He's a basketball player. Guess what? He's having sex with other people right now. Speaking of having sex, let's talk about Elon Musk's 76-year-old father. Elon Musk, you know, we just talked about this last week. Um, his Another girl that worked for him, who was like a CEO, had his twins. So he has a couple sets of twins. He has numerous baby mamas. We still don't have confirmation if Amber Heard is the mother of his kid or not. He's very into in vitro, in twins, and having babies with a lot of different people. Grimes, DJs, people with numbers in their names, whatever. He's up to 10 kids and he's like, who cares? I'm going to overpop. We need to, we need to make kids. Well, his dad, uh, confirmed with the son, this article is crazy. Um, so the, I'm just going to explain it cause it's very confusing. So his dad, um, and his, and Elon's mom had Elon and a couple kids. Okay. They got divorced because Elon's 51. They got divorced. He married this other woman who, when he was 45, she was 25, and she had a four-year-old daughter named Jana. And they stayed married for 18 years and had two more kids. After 18 years, he divorced that woman, 
And um, in the last five years, somehow impregnated his stepdaughter twice. He said they have a lot of affection for each other. Right now they're not together. But after she had his baby, who is now five, they did still live together for 18 months and they were still seeing each other and affectionate, which is why he believes this next child who looks just like all of his other kids are, is in fact also his child. And he said, but you know, I'm 76, she's 35, her next birthday, she's going to be 35. So, you know, she's moving on right now. We get along, but the age difference is going to show itself. But as she gets older, yeah, she might end up with me. So he has two. So the two kids that he had that were younger than Jana are freaked out because they're like, you had a baby with our half sister. Like this is, you know, we share the same mother. Elon, I'm imagining he's a little confused because he's like, these two little kids are my half siblings. However, they're also my nephew and niece. And he's just completely unapologetic about it. He goes, you know, when I was running around in Johannesburg, um, there's, I had a different girl every night. I've had a lot of women come up and say that I've probably, um, probably the father of their kid, but nobody that I really believe. But this one from Jana, like, and he even said, he goes, you know, when I met her mom, her mom was like the best looking person I ever saw. I was 45. She was 25. The girl was four. He was raising her as a dad. How? Oh my God. I just remembered the juiciest story. One time after one of my shows, you guys, let me tell you something about my meet and greets. Um, sometimes people just come up and tell me some crazy ass shit. And they're like, I've been waiting to meet you at a meet and greet after one of my live shows. By the way, let me just remind you, go to heathermcdonald.net, October 15th. Um, I've got the show, a live juicy scoop, and I can now announce that one of your favorite guests to talk about housewives will be joining me. Carlos King will be joining me on stage along with some other surprise guests. I just checked and they're, the tickets are going so fast. You guys have to get these tickets right now, October 15th. All right. And also sometimes stuff like this happens and sometimes it happens in the live show and sometimes it happens and they come up to me. This girl came up to me after a show in Florida and she said they, you know, she's a wealthy girl. She's getting married, planning her wedding. She's a little freaked out because she knows that her sister had been sleeping with her their stepdad for a couple years. Completely like the mom, she thinks the mom knows, but she's like, I don't want to say anything because I have a 13-year-old half-brother that would be devastated and he likes to ride horses and stuff. And I don't know that, you know, if they got divorced, how that would affect the horses. I'm not kidding. This is what she said. And I'm like, how does, how old were you when, when the stepdad came around? Oh, we were like seven and eight. So this is insane. But the way she told it was, she said the girl was, you know, a little wacky, a little wild. And she was told her sister, she totally went for him at like 20 years old, like in the kitchen one night, and then it started. So I'm just saying it happens, people. Okay. Army Hammer, we talked about. It. Is it true? Chris thought it wasn't true that he's telling selling timeshares in the Cayman Islands. Well, I told you all the money comes from the great grandfather. Great grandfather Hammer had all the money. Okay. 
He had a son named Julian, who is Army's grandfather. Julian is the um, father of Michael Hammer and Casey Hammer, who I interviewed way back. Her book is amazing, and there's a documentary being made about it. But what I learned from all my research, interviewing Casey Hammer, reading her book, everything that I was obsessed with when he originally um, really was losing his, all his movies and everything because they realized that he was into cannibalism and writing and DMing girls and, according to these girls, uh, taking the whole S&M dominatrix thing too far. Um, his So his dad, Julian, struggled with drugs and alcohol and the, grandpa, the great-grandpa only gave the left the money to Michael. Michael is Army's dad. Michael lives in the Cayman Islands. Uh, apparently, Michael has now cut off Army Hammer. And that is why he is working, selling timeshares in the Cayman Islands. And also, we found out over the weekend that Robert Downey Jr. paid for his rehab in Florida, where he went for six months. I didn't, I mean, I didn't know they were friends. I don't know if like he just sought him out and was like, I'll help you. This all makes sense. Um, the wife, the, or I think they're officially divorced. The, she lives in Cayman with the kids or goes back and forth. She started this famous, that famous cupcake bakery out in Texas. What's the name of the bakery that she started? Do you know that? Elizabeth Chambers. She has like a bake, a, like a famous baker business. That's like, there's a couple of these places out in Texas. Anyway, I don't really think we should shame him for working. Um, he's a really good-looking guy. I'm just surprised that we... What's it called? Bird Bakery. Bird Bakery is the ex-wife's um, bakery. Um, I don't think we should shame him, just like when that thing came out that the one guy actor was working at Trader Joe's who used to be on a sitcom in the 90s. Yeah, what do you think I get from residuals, you guys? I literally just got a check for 32 cents for being on Frasier. It's not like you can live on things, even if you were the lead. So yeah, if he didn't save his money or whatever, or maybe he just wants to have a little bit of a purpose and he gets a high off of getting people to sign up for a timeshare. I'm just shocked that we have not heard from somebody that he was their point person. Maybe they feel bad like I do when you don't buy the timeshare and you want to honestly forget that person's face because... You're so, you know, you enjoyed the brunch and wasted three hours of the time because you wanted the free couple nights at the resort. I don't know. But hey, if he's doing it and, you know, he's not hurting anyone and he's, you know, being present in his kids' lives, I say, okay, fine. I still would say don't date him. Um, but maybe you'd like to buy a timeshare from him. There you go. You guys know I travel a lot, usually to get on a plane to see you to do a show. And I have a very hard time deciding what to bring. And I'm going to admit it, I'm an overpacker. That's okay, because this holiday season, Away offers a range of suitcases, bags, and other travel essentials made for different types of travelers, from the overpackers, that's me, to the minimalists, to the travel expert, to everyone in between. With its versatile collection of suitcases, bags, and travel accessories, Away offers the perfect holiday gifts for every traveler. I just got the medium size. That is the perfect size, and it's not too big. It still lets me overpack and come home and be like, mm, I didn't wear those things. I don't care. 
Because every suitcase comes with an interior organization system that includes a built-in compression pad to help me pack even more and hidden and removable laundry bag that separates my dirty laundry. But what I really love is the four 360 spinner wheels, guaranteeing the smoothest roll even through the most hectic of airports and stations. It really makes the whole experience less exhausting having this great bag. Also, there's a 100-day trial on everything Away makes. So take the product on the road, live with it, travel with it, get lost with it for 100 days. If you decide it's not the bag for you, you can return any non-personalized item for a full refund during that period. Okay, no ifs, ends, or buts. This holiday season, gift away at awaytravel.com slash juicy. That's awaytravel.com slash juicy. Ricky Martin. Oh my God, another weird news story. So Ricky Martin is... Being okay, this this is the deal. Ricky Martin, my understanding, he's you know he's been out for many years as a gay man. He's a singer. He was in Menudo, which right now there's a documentary about Menudo, um, in which it does tap on the fact that these these um, kids that they'd get rid of once they were 16 that there was sexual abuse um, taking advantage of these teen boys a lot. Um, I just, so we don't know if Ricky Martin was a victim of that, but this is sort of interesting. So sort of, it's very, so he goes on and he has twins. I I know he's got at least two kids. He might have more. I thought he was in a committed relationship. He starts having a relationship with this 21 year old and they're together for seven months. The thing is the 21 year old is, is his biological nephew. He breaks up with him. And according to the 21-year-old, he did not take the breakup well. The 21-year-old broke up with Ricky. And he was harassing him to the point that the 21-year-old went to authorities in Puerto Rico and said, I need a restraining order against Ricky Martin, who I had a romantic relationship with. Well, in Puerto Rico, that that if there's any level of incest of any kind involved in a criminal case, it holds more years of punishment. So he's actually Ricky Martin looking at 50 years in Puerto Rico because this relationship they had, which then got apparently to the victim, um, got violent or was, uh, abusive because he was, wouldn't leave him alone. That is where this, this comes off. Um, now some people were asking now, wait a minute. Yes, he is the biological nephew, but if this was going on for seven months, he was well over 18 years old and he had the choice to do this. But incest is only because it's biological. And this is his biological nephew. I mean, even with Elon Musk's dad, he had a, two children with his stepdaughter, but he would, that wasn't his biological daughter. I mean, I cannot believe this is all in one fucking show. I mean, is the world ending or what? Have some fun while you can. Okay, so... Anyway, Ricky Martin his people said this is all of this is untrue. This 21-year-old guy is mentally uh struggles with mental illness and he has made up the entire thing. Now, there was another um uh case going on where his former manager, who I believe was female, was suing him because he didn't pay her commissions that were owed. And in those articles written about it, she said, and I tried to help him. I tried to warn him about a scandal that could, that was coming up and how to handle it. That could really hurt his career. That's what I remember reading. So does this woman know about this? What kind of evidence is there that they actually had this relationship and what evidence is there that he actually, um, harassed and abused the 
this 21 year old nephew after they broke up. So, um, he's got, I'm sure all the best lawyers. So we'll see what happens, but this is crazy that he could actually be convicted and do serious time because there was a romantic relationship between his, um, biological nephew. Insane. Oh my gosh, you guys, uh, Craig Robinson, you know, him from the office, he's a stand-up comic. He's a great guy. He was at the North Carolina comedy club called comedy zone, which I performed at. It's a small club. It's not a fancy club. It's the traditional, you know, comedy club. A couple hundred people could fit in there. A gunman walked in. He was not on stage. He, I, I assume maybe his opener or feature were, were on because he was in the green room and a gunman walked in and thank God he was apprehended before, I believe before shots were fired or before anybody was hurt. Nobody was hurt and the man was arrested. But, you know, just super scary. I mean, do I think it has anything to do with him being a comedian? Maybe, but I mean, unfortunately, this is just happening everywhere and you go to a concert or show or anything. I I don't know. It's very scary. Of course, I'm going to be on stage, but um, I think I already have a couple of my New York um, police coming. You guys have been writing me. I want to announce the shows later this week when the links are up and you can buy tickets. If you would like to lend yourself, your husband, your hot brother, you don't have to be hot. You just have to be in law enforcement. I'm offering just just a few tickets for each show for that because I want you guys in front. Um, but really very, very scary and very scary for anybody at the club. Don't, um, I don't know. It's just t- terrifying. Anyway, oh, there you go. Megan Markle, she's still an asshole, you guys. Um, the new book which sounds juicy as hell. Let's order the new book about Meghan Markle, please. There's lots of stories coming out about this book. I don't think it's out yet, but there must be some advanced copies. So this is basically an expose about her, and it's not flattering. A couple of things I've read is that she did this Vanity Fair article. She looks stunning. She's on the cover of Vanity Fair. And she was so pissed about the article, according to the book, because she wanted them to focus on all her international humanitarian work and um, and the fact that Suits, the USA show that she was on, was celebrating their 100th episode, a show that nobody really watched. Also, uh, that I think that they couldn't really find a lot of evidence of all this humanitarian work. That she, her whole goal was she saw herself as Diana, the next Diana. Well, of course... Diana won the world over over many, many years of, of being in the spotlight. And she truly did have a humanitarian heart and did things for, you know, for groups of people that no one, no one of her stature and, you know, had ever done before. And that's what made her, you know, really, really loved. But Megan, in, also in the latest article I read from the Post, New York Post, according to this book, uh, Charles and the queen, they couldn't understand why she just didn't talk to her father. Remember all the controversy with Samantha, uh, her, her half sister and the dad and not going to the wedding or want or selling photos, whatever, all of that. They were like, why doesn't she just go to Mexico and see him? Why don't you just go to Mexico and see him and tidy this up and, you know, have a nice relationship with the dad. We don't understand. And according to the book, uh, she and Harry both said, well, we don't know where he is. Well, Samantha was ringing the doorbell at the palace, dying, was going to take you right to him. 
was there and able and and talking to press all the time, it would have been very easy to get in contact with your dad and having to write some letter being like, dad, I don't know why you're doing this. When they were like, why don't you just go see your dad? Like, we don't understand this whole thing. So she's not going to love this. Um, Meanwhile, they're in like New York today for some something, some other event. Uh, You know, I just think, I think it's, I just don't think people care that much about them. I just don't think, I think when it started, people were super excited. I was too. I remember the wedding. I loved it. I loved her dress. I predicted her dress. I was into it. I thought it was great. I agree with the rest of the world that she is pretty opportunistic and very fame hungry. And they made this big deal with Netflix. And then, you know, I feel like they make these big deals and, you know, a couple of years ago, of course, Netflix is going to throw millions of dollars at them. Start your own podcast. I think they did one episode with like Archie in the background. I think she's doing some other thing where she's going to talk to women about stereotypes. No. You know what, Megan? You're pretty. Honestly, get on TikTok like Justin Timberlake, like every other person. And probably people would be more excited to see you on there than some you know, you talking about like humanitarian things that we just don't care. We just don't care. So I don't know. I don't think anyone's going to listen to your podcast. I don't really, you want a privacy. You're going to have a reality show with you feeding chickens in Montecito. It's over girl. It's just, it's over. And I'm going to say something and you're not going to like it. Or maybe some of you will mark this down as a prediction. Um, in about four years, they're going to, I feel bad saying this, but I can't help it. You guys, I just don't think they're going to last in about four years. Um, and then she's going to go on to marry like a billionaire, some tech billionaire. Okay. Sorry. I can't help it. It's not, I'm not wishing for it. I just predicted it. I hope they stay together forever because they have kids, but, um, Jersey shore 2.0, they got this big, beautiful house right by a couple blocks from the shore. They had it all fixated with lights and everything. And this was going to be like a younger cast of the same type of people that Wow and Snooki and everybody were party pe- people from New Jersey. I think it's a, I thought it was a great idea. Well, they didn't like it, obviously. We don't know why they shut down production. They just shut it down. Um, the, the house is still there, but everything is gone. Black SUVs came and took all the cameras and everything. They were setting it up days before they're about to shoot. So the only thing that people can think of is, was there something prom- problematic with the cast? Was there behavioral issues? What the hell happened? Of course, the original people are happy about it. They're like, hmm, you know what? You can still watch, you know, Jersey Shore family vacation or whatever. Um, so I don't know. There must've been something, but I'm all for like the 2.0s is like, don't take it away from them, but why not? Like, why not? Why not? I I only think it would make the original people seem more relevant. If there was a cast that was like super popular, it's going to make people go back and watch the old ones, make them go and see the family vacation. It's the same thing with the housewives, with the legacy and the, and the regular, and the OGs. A lot of people are asking, what's up with Jen Shaw's husband of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? Will he be at all implicated? Criminally, no. We've already done the deal. She's pled. He's off scot-free. 
Um, but of course, that money that she has to pay back, the six to nine million dollars, that is money that he was enjoying too. So we will never know how much he knew. But the man did have a law degree. However, it seemed like they had a relationship where maybe they were don't ask, don't tell. He was always gone all the time, which was part of her storyline. He left law to become a college football coach, which maybe he saw what she was doing and he was like, I don't even, this would implicate me. Let me do something I really love. She's making so much money. I don't even want to know about it. But also in 2017, there was a whole other um, thing where she actually spoke to like government, did a deposition. So like she's been, she knew that there was stuff going on where she was being investigated and so did he. So I definitely think he knew. And um yeah, we today was the day that they were going to start the trial, and uh, we'll we'll eventually find out what happens there. Let's get into a couple of housewives things that are going on. So this happened over the weekend. Uh, Jill Zarin had her luxury luncheon in the Hamptons, which I was. I've gone a few years. I would have gone this year, but with Ireland and staying here down at the OC, I'm just really enjoying my time with my family. But she does it for charity. She does it with her daughter Allie. And she has this thing I didn't realize, but like just like a private Instagram for people like that pay to see her Instagram. And on there, she said, "Oh, and I guess breaking news: Tamara's going back to OC, but my good friend Vicky, you know, isn't too pleased about it. Meaning she's not pleased that she's not going." One of those twenty-six people uh, shared it with the world, and everyone now. I guess people then thought, okay, it's for sure she's going. Well, I've heard that Tamara was going back for two weeks. Not heard. I read it. I read it from people I follow, like Bravo Boo. And then it was like, hey, rumors have it. And everybody was running with this. There's probably 20 different people I follow that's in the Bravo world that said this. Look, I want to say, tap myself on the back, just like Peter and I didn't share the Heather Ray pregnancy news. I knew for a fact uh, a few weeks ago through the closest source that it could be that she was coming back besides Tamara herself, the next closest source. And I knew because I figured it out. And that source was like, Heather, if this comes out on Juicy Scoop, if you tell anybody, I mean, I'm going to be so pissed. And I said, not going to tell, not telling. And in fact, when I saw that like Bravo Boo and stuff had written that Tamara was coming back, I sent that to the source. And I was like, just want you to know, I'm not Bravo Boo. I didn't tell Bravo Boo. Like, don't get mad at me. I'm going to keep my mouth sealed. Jill's claiming that she really thought that because she'd seen it so many places on the internet that it was already announced. Um, according to Tamara, I don't think Tamara believes that. And she was very angry. And she was like, hey, you know, what did she say? Like, fuck off, you thirsty bitch. It was pretty mean. And it was very upsetting to Jill and Allie because this was all going on while they were doing their event. And Jill's like, oh my God, I'm happy for you. You wanted this. I don't know why. I'm sorry that I said this, but I guess maybe I'm guessing that they were going to do a big announcement because Tamara and Vicky are going on Watch What Happens Live this week. And maybe they were going to announce it then. I personally think this was a good thing that happened because I think that's if, if their plan was to announce it on Watch What Happens Live with Vicky being like blindsided by it because maybe Vicky doesn't follow all the rumor people that I do. And then you imagine Vicky sitting there still hoping that she's going to be picked to go or thinking that she and Tamara are, 
you know, Ethel and Lucy and we're not on Housewives, but let's go to Italy and stop on some grapes and it's you and me till the end, girl. And then she finds out that her best friend on reality TV is being chosen to go back. She's not, but maybe she can, you know, hit a luncheon or a, a baptism or something. No, she's not going to be happy about it. Let's face it. Vicky is happy when she's included. Like, I personally believe if God came down and said, Vicky, I can't take both of you on Real Housewives of OC, but I can take one and I'm taking Tamara. I don't think she'd be like, at least Tamara got to do it. At least Tamara, no. She'd be like, no, I don't. I think it's going to be a hard pill to swallow. I think in the end, she's going to be happy for Tamara, but I'm just saying like, if that was the plan to be like, surprise, I'm coming back. I think that's pretty shitty. Now, I'm not saying that was the plan for Bravo, but it sounds like it might have been. And I think that would have been kind of shitty. And and Tamara, it's not in Tamara's hands. She's at the, you know, her hands are tied to do what Bravo wants her to do as far as... I think it would have been so much fun if they would have let Tamara announce it the way she wanted to. If that was the case, I would have said, Tamara, go to the orange groves here and like be picking oranges or have a, a ton of oranges like fall on your head like you're picking oranges and be like... Guess what? Something that would have been like a fun, like TikTok viral video that everyone would have been excited about. But no, they're like, let's do it on Watch What Happens Live. That'll be an exciting clip when we see the same set that we see all the time. No, I don't think that would have been a great idea. But that is why she was pissed. And I think that's maybe why, you know, it was a big deal. But I know from from Jill that her intentions are good. She really is happy for other people. And I'm not saying Vicky isn't either, but I mean... We know how Vicky how Vicky is, and I think that would have, yeah, no, you want to do it with you want to she wants back on as well. So there you go. There was all the drama there. Nicholas Cage's ex, they just make it that, but anyway. Anyway, this girl got in a car accident. She hired Tom Girardi. She won um like like nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars or something. She only received like 190 of it. Because it's Tom Girardi's. So she is one of the many victims that is now suing, of course, Tom Girardi, the law firm, the lawyers that worked on the case. But she is also suing Erica as well, because just like all those other cases, they believe that the money that was meant for her went into the accounts. And then those checks from Girardi and Keith were written for the glam squad for, you know, a stage at a white party that she performed at, whatever. They, they think it went all towards Erica's business and therefore she's suing Erica for that money too. Um, Tinsley was supposed to go on Ultimate Girls Trip to Thailand and now she's not. People think it's because she's going to be part of the OG Legacy New York show, but that hasn't even started filming yet. So the reason they said it was personal reasons, maybe it was personal reasons, we don't know if she's going back to the Real Housewives of New York. That hasn't been announced either, and that I really don't have any insight on. And instead, Portia's going that, and they're all going to Thailand. And um, so we still don't know who's the OG, who's the new cast. I he have heard they have cast the new cast, or at least a, a few people, and they are young. They're like 35 New Yorkers, which I think is kind of exciting, just like I'm for the New Jersey 2.0, like let's just have, keep the OGs, just start another cast and make it great. 
Um, meanwhile, Luann and Sonia are all over this small town. Only 7,000 people live there. I believe the producer, this is his hometown. They are doing the simple life there. There's a lot of footage of them walking around the town, seeing the cameraman. So that is for sure happening. They'll probably finish that, then start doing the OGs. Uh, I saw Ramona. She's in a sparkly skirt. She's packing for a Ibiza. You know what? I'm going to go to Ibiza and I got this really fun skirt. I've got a lot of bathing suits. got a lot of beautiful cover-ups. And my girlfriends and I, we like to go on yachts. We like to have a lot of great meals. So who knows? But they better not include her. Dorinda's, you know, who knows what's going on with Dorinda. But she, again, she did a tutorial TikTok, you know, with the war paint on her face. Okay. Like with the brown and then the white and then the white and then the little bit. And then she rubs it all together and then like comes out looking just okay. Still wasn't great. It just still wasn't great. I don't, she, I just think she's someone that benefits from a professional makeup artist, but the thirst is real. Like I said, Justin Timberlake joined TikTok and people were not happy about it. They're like, can we have one fucking thing? Really? Really? But all the celebrities are just like the podcast. They're all on it. And it is what it is, guys. We just have to accept that they're just as thirsty as the rest of us. Um, oh, also someone sent me a photo of a a guy in 1889 who also absorbed his para, um, parasitic twin, and he had a third leg. So we're going to show a photo of that. But he worked in the carnival, and um, he had a full third leg. So if there's anybody else you guys know about, obviously it's a huge interest of mine. And... <laughs> Real Houses of Beverly Hills was all about Diane Jenkins and Sutton. And a lot of people just don't enjoy Diane Jenkins. They're like, I don't care that she's rich. I find the scenes with her. They You show a clip and you think it's going to be juicy, but there's something really quite boring about her. I, I don't know. And um, we didn't see a lot of Rinna, but I think we're going to see a lot more of Rinna when Kathy Hilton comes back. There's a whole nother juicy thing, you guys, that we have not seen in Beverly Hills that I'm looking forward to, which is the whole Kathy Hilton Aspen derogatory term, not caught on camera, cease and desist, Kyle, Lisa Renna, Erica Jade, like that's all coming. So excited for that. All right, you guys, now more for your fave, one of your faves, excuse me, Justin Martindale. Now this is from the New York Post and you brought it to me <laughs> and it's, I'm a plus size teacher and my students beg me not to eat them. Now, what is the story behind this? This is it looks like a happy teacher. She says, I'll never run out of material for these. A proudly plus-size kindergarten educator is going viral on TikTok for revealing the vile, albeit sometimes hilarious, things her students blurt out about her body. I mean, I think I think this was a TikTok that she made. Like, these are the things that I hear as a as a plus size teacher. Yeah, and I, I I'm hoping I haven't seen the TikTok. I hope she's having fun with it because obviously these are young kids who are like, ah, you know. But it also reminds me of that one of my favorite books, Miss Nelson is Missing. Do you remember that book? No. It was the it was an old an old book like back in the day of like. You know, the, their, their favorite teacher, Miss Nelson, and then the substitute teacher comes in and she's like a witch and she's real mean. And then it turns out that it's Miss Nelson. So the kids should be grateful for what they have because they were kind of mean to Miss Nelson oh. or whatever. But I, you know, but also, is this bullying? Does she have to like, does she have to call the parents and say like, hey, your kids think I'm going to eat them like <laughs> I agree but I speaking of little child books do you remember that this that book that was like 
she was the spider that ate the spider that ate the cat that ate the death the da da da. Do you remember that one? It sounds and it's like familiar. started with a spider and then like it went in and then like and then the like person the food is huge. Change. Yeah, and then the person's food huge because they ate it. Speaking of summer bodies, um, yes. I saw a TikTok about this girl goes, this woman said, I posted a photo of all these people on the beach in the 70s and they were all thin, uh-huh. normal, like just thin bodies. And she's like, a lot of people think it's because their people weren't on computers. There wasn't all this like, you know, preservatives in our food. People were sitting at the dinner table talking. And she said, well, I was in the fitness industry for a long time. And what it was, was just all, all the noise of the diet industry is what has made us fat. What do you of mean? Like all the stuff of like, you need super nutrients and you need this and you need that. She's like, all it is, is, you know, which I've kind of like realized you have to change your mindset to think like someone from like 1940, like I'm hungry. I'm going to have this apple. I don't need to finish this apple or I don't want to like you only eat when you're hungry. And she said like hungry, if you eat when you're hungry, you won't get, you won't get fat. If I don't know. But she said like, again, if you, if there's cake there and you want cake and you're craving cake, you can have cake and then just stop when you're full of the cake. But like, it's about, yes, it's important that you have healthy and good food, but Mm -hmm. it's really about these huge portions and eating when you're not, and thinking in your head, well, I can always diet later. That was it. Always saying I can diet, ha- having this like option of like, I can diet in the future. I'm going to eat like, I'm going to eat bad right now and I'll be good tomorrow. Instead of just going, I'm going to eat to satisfy my hunger. And when that, when I'm satisfied, that's it. And I, or I'm not hungry right now. I'm going to just not have dinner. Like, cause I'm or not that hungry. just have a salad. Whatever. I always do that. But also I have a, I have a confession. I what? hate cake. My, I sort of, hate it. My kids always ask for brownies at their birthday. They don't like cake either. I see. They I think it's like very that. overrated. They're like, who started it? I don't. Know. I just think it's one of those things. Like, let them eat cake. I just think it was because it's a pretty presentation that is why people have gotten so into cake. I, I can do a pie. I like a pie. I think a pie is better than a cake. I too. love a key lime pie. I love a coconut cream pie. Yeah. I like that. But I just cake. If someone was just like. Hey guys, who wants cake? Yeah. I just hate the word. It's just spongy. And then everyone's like, do you want a piece of cake? And then you bite it and your mouth dries up because it's not moist enough. And then the word moist is involved. And I'm like, and it's just, yeah, it's buttercream. Get out of here. I don't like it. I don't like it. I get triggered by the word cake. And if like if people compare ass to cake, I can get behind that. No pun intended. <laughs> um, well, speaking of cakes and wedding cake, okay. Teresa Judice. I mentioned on Tuesday's show that there's a rumor that Teresa Judice and her longtime best friend Dina that Dina wasn't going to go to the wedding because because the their husbands were having an issue. Now they're saying. That Dina Manzo, who was originally a housewife, not on anymore, is skipping the wedding because it's being filmed. And I totally disagree. Yeah, of course bullshit. it's going to be filmed. Yeah, of course it is. And you don't need to be featured. You don't need to put on a mic as a guest. <laughs> Take it from someone who has been to so many reality show <laughs> parties, weddings. We were at Lance Bass's wedding. Yeah. You and I both. Years ago, That was yeah. filmed for E! 
if someone came up and was like, can I get a little, you could go, you know, you could say no. Mm-hmm. Um, you did sign a release that you could be dancing in the background, but like. Did we sign a release for that? Probably, but it's not yeah. like I was at all featured. Like yeah. I was not featured at all because I wasn't walking a dog down the aisle like Lisa <laughs> Vanderpump. I didn't give a speech. You did I wasn't try though. Singing. You tried. You you looked great. We saw. I saw you try. You tried to be featured. Where, can I? I don't know if I've told this story. What tell? It's the one where we all sat down. Yeah. It was like I'm trying to remember. It was like me and Retta and Fortune, Eliza. Trying to remember. It was like the comic section. Yeah. And we were like over here in the corner. We look over, and you were just like in this dress, leaned up against the pillar. I think you had a martini in your hand, and you were just like, and I don't know. We were like. Is Heather going to sit down? And you were just like, I'll get to it. <laughs> oh, my God. And then you well, like. Well, I wish they would have had the cameras on you guys talking about me. That would have been yeah, good. We were like, she looks great, but like, who is she posing for? <laughs> but then Lisa comes down with like all of like the Afghan dogs and like, oh, it was such a pretty wedding, though. But I yeah, know. I think we actually had to check our phones. I, that yeah, you had familiar. to turn in yeah. your phone. You had to turn in your phones for that. But um, anyway. Yeah. But also, how funny would that be? It's just like, like getting mic'd at the wedding. You're like, hold on. <laughs> Put yeah. this under my dress. I want to get Taylor mic'd for her wedding. Well, I think if that's actually true, and she goes, I'm not going to attend. And Teresa's like, oh, because I don't want to be mic'd. I'd say, fuck you, Dina. Like, you've been my friend this long. You've already been on TV. You had a show after that. Mm-hmm. Really? You're you're so, like, can't be inconvenienced that for a moment you might be featured on as my friend? So yeah. you're going to skip my wedding? And of course I'm going to film my wedding. This is my livelihood. Yeah, when I called you garbage, I met you a garbage. <laughs> um, these two guys are trying to compete with your, uh, you and Evan's hairdos. <laughs> Frankie Grande credits his former throuple relationship. Frankie Grande is, is Ariana's half brother, but he's been on Big Brother. He's you like you'd recognize him anyway. He's um for um, laying the groundwork for his current marriage. So he had a throuple, mm-hmm. and he said the unusual arrangement uh, fizzled out after just four months. But it taught Grande what he really wanted deep down. Mm. What happiness? Do Can I just see the hair real quick again? Yes. Yeah, so Frankie, yes, this is Evan and I's hair in the upside down, the alternate world. Like, it's Frankie's trying this, oh, and the other one is is doing the, the swoop. It's, yeah. It's a lot. But, um, you know, open marriage, open relationships. Tell that, me, Heather. Well, the open relationship is different than a throuple. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents were realtors to a throuple when I was about eight years old. Three, three gay guys, yeah. I knew it was. I knew it was. Were they neighbors or friends? They were, they were their clients. They would like flip oh. houses, and um, and I remember, like, I knew what gay was and everything, you know. And so they. Was she was three- a young ally. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> She's the remember, first ally. <laughs> I remember with this other gay couple that my mom represented. I, I we opened a closet and there was like all these like an abundance of like uh, toilet papers and supplies and like cleaning supplies and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I go, why do you have so much? And he goes, well, my friend, uh, you know, is just someone who overspends or something, meaning his partner, his boyfriend is whatever. They couldn't be married back then. And I remember I was like, you mean your boyfriend, right? Mm-hmm. And he was like, cause here's like, 
<laughs> this is like 1978 and I'm yeah. eight and I go to Catholic school and my, my mom's just like, yeah, whatever. So anyway, she knows. there was this throuple <laughs> mm-hmm. and then the two guys, I guess, came to my mom and said, like, we want you to find us another house. We did not, we're not, but I don't know if they, if my mom knew, I don't think my mom knew. But she was just dealing with the two of them. They, their plan was to go off by themselves and leave the other one. <gasps> oh. So my mom finds them a house. And they're like in escrow on the house. And I, I guess it was in both their names or one of their names. I don't know. But, you know, like back then, right, they couldn't be married. So my mom was like, well, who's on the title? Who cares? I don't care who lives there, you know? And the other one found out and had an, got really drunk and was leaving these voicemail messages for my parents about like what, how awful they were. Oh no! That they had he was like dumb, and then it got to the point where he was so dr- something. And my dad went over and helped him, and like it was so sad. But that was my first, you know, introduction to why thruples don't work. Thruples don't work. I have a thruple uh, story as well, yeah. <laughs> not involving me, but I had a friend of mine who him and his partner at the time they were together for like seven or eight years, like they were like an item and then like right before the pandemic the other the other one started seeing this other guy and then brought him into the house and then the two of them kind of pushed him out and really screwed up his brain and like it was crazy and the two of them like i guess they got married ended up i don't know where the hell they are they used to go to my gym and they looked the same. They started turning into the same person. And then he like moved away, like lives in Montana now. And I'm just like, God, it just sucks. I don't think it. Yeah. Honestly, I think think the only thruple that has ever been successful in all of time is the three musketeers. Fair. I don't think anybody else has had a successful thruple. Someone else has who snap, crackle and pop. (laughs) Those guys have been together. Are snap, crackle and pop the three musketeers who got jobs. Yeah, they're like they, they. But do they look like the Three Musketeers, or is that in my head? The Three Musketeers look like Three Musketeers. Yeah, the, they're like aha. Uh-huh, but know, then did, uh. they, did then did the Three Musketeers start making popcorn? Right. What? No, do they? Oh, Snap, Crackle, Pop are the Rice Krispies. Guys. Yeah, those are the little thruple elves. Yeah. yeah. Oh. They're all verse. Wait, what? What's the three guys that make like caramel um, popcorn and stuff? That's not three guys. Three Musketeers is the candy bar. Okay, so the candy bar. So they okay. Listen, if, <laughs> unless you're making food, don't be in a thruple. Yeah. Unless you have a huge food conglomerate mm-hmm. that is going to make you uh, a lot of money. No, but it's true. Like um, even with friendships, even as girls, like then when they were like, we're the th-, they'd go there the, the, he- three, the, the three heathers when the they're three, the heathers, yes. the mean and, girls, yeah, the and plastics. Even when I was like growing up and. I'd have like a good friend, then we'd include another one, and then they like blew me off. Or it's and even I remember one time um, my sister had with her kids. She said to a girl, she's like, "Oh," and she started these two women. She's like, "Oh," and let's let's also get so and so. Maybe the three girls could have a sleepover. And the one mom goes, "You know what? I don't think uh, threesomes work." She's wow! Like, well, even with girls, <laughs> she knew. <laughs> even with girls, she goes, "I don't. I you know what? I think one on one playdates are better. Let's uh. not." Because two will go off. And I'm like, and I remember seeing that as like a 20 year old. And I was like, this mom is right. It's too hard, whether it's platonic or sexual or gay or straight or a combo or whatever. It's the third wheel. 
Yeah. That's the whole thing. It's like, like, say if you go to like a like a, a theme park, right? Exactly. And it's like, how many do you guys have? We have three. You can't fit three in a bucket seat. So someone has to go ride with some stranger. And then they're like, well, why do I not get to ride with so-and-so? It's really weird. I mean, how many, how many, um... I'm trying to think of what the girls next door when there are three of them. Yeah, yeah. And look how that ended. Right. They they um, with Hugh Hefner, Bridget right. uh, yeah, and Holly, they, they, and they ended up like yeah, they didn't really like. Well, no, they didn't like Bridget, right? No, Bridget, I think is just was fine. Yeah, Bridget was fine, and then was fine, and then Kendra was fine, and they they knew the assignment and they were fine. But Holly, Holly was Holly the alpha. Was the alpha and wanted to really marry him, and then. And then she was a late in life diagnosed uh, person with autism. Holly too. was. So then she said, "That's why I couldn't get along with all the girls in the house because, like, socially, I didn't really know." And then they would talk about me and all this other stuff. See, thruples never work unless um, you're a, a drag queen in Vegas, like Derek Barry. Derek Barry isn't a thruple in Vegas, but that's Vegas. I feel like Vegas thruples would work, right? Because everyone's just like, "Wow, maybe." <laughs> Okay, this is kind of juicy. So, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Erica Jane. There is this attorney, Ron Richards, who used to be on the case to help collect the money owed to all the victims. Um, He's no longer on the case, but he's obsessed with writing and following it and share. And he's a great person to follow if you're into it. Okay. Mm -hmm. He posted a phone call that he had with Tom Girardi from the Alzheimer's home and literally put it out on Twitter, like filmed it and put it out on Twitter. And, and they were like, wait, are you allowed to do that? But I, but I guess this doesn't count as broadcasting. I don't know. It does. We should ask Elon Musk. Oh, wait, we'll ask Twitter. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Or, and so can he get in trouble for that? I mean, I'm not really sure, but basically Definitely, Shannon, uh, Shannon. De- definitely. Tom <laughs> seemed uh, confused by the call, and he's trying to prove that he is talking to Erica. Which to me, it proved nothing because anybody that's in the stages of Alzheimer's, they don't know. If yeah, they, they know the name Erica. They don't know if they talked to her that day, yesterday, or they're like, you know, remind me of who Erica is again. Ugh, and then the next so minute, sad. they're talking to Erica. Like it's so. I thought that was weird. Then. He goes on to post that he's put in an offer for the Pasadena home that is now in foreclosure and that he and his wife, Lauren, have offered uh, $6.9 million for the house. And, that, and then he writes this about it. Hold on. I'm going to read this to you. It's very strange. Since our offer will be part of any motion to approve, we are releasing it now. So you are aware that Lauren, his wife, and I are attempting to purchase the pretty mess Erica Jane's house from the trustee. This is so our followers... Mm-hmm. can see how the victim's money was spent and to get a piece of the decadence. We will also use it for a public forum on the First Amendment activity, something Erica and her legal team strongly are against. They want to seek, They want secret hearings and trials, not public scrutiny. We will have her deposition there along with other players in the case. Ultimately, the property will be rehabbed and liquidated after the estate proceeds are dispersed. We are hopeful there are no further delays in selling this deteriorating asset that is having its equity eroded on a monthly basis. Let's finally make a deal. Full purchase agreement in Lincoln Bio. I don't know what he's trying to do. Either yeah. A, he knows he's never going to prevail because... It will go for more than this, and he's getting great publicity from this, and I'm talking about it. Or 
he will get it and then sit on it and hope to resell it and make a profit. The pretty mess writes right under there. She Erica says, okay. Ah, how are you going to do no, this? No, 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 take it back. Take it back. Take it back. Take what back? How are you, you got to read it like Erica oh, oh, Jane? Sorry, Come you. on now. Get into character. Thank you. Uh, how are you going to do this? Museum. Past the homeowners association. I think they like their privacy. Then they go back and forth, people going back and forth. As I said on Tuesday's show, she DM'd his wife, Lauren, uh-huh. and she's like, uh, your husband's obsessed with me. Why don't you get on all fours and take it up from the, take it up the ass from that monster you're married to, that beast or whatever. Beast. They're all, so now there's like this three-way conversation on DMs, Instagram, between Erica Jane, Lauren, Ron Richards' wife, and Ron Richards. And I think... He is loving on this publicity, calling it our followers. And I think that he and his wife, Lauren, are going to start doing podcasts, YouTube, Patreon, whatever, all about Housewives, where they recap it, talk about it, break it down. They're going to, that's the plan. Yeah. Prediction, write it down. Yeah. Stay in your own lane. Yes. (laughs) And, uh, but I kind of agree, like, it's it's a little weird. It is very strange. It's a little strange at this point. How about this strange pairing? Bradley Cooper, who is looking very strange in this photo. Ooh, I haven't seen the photo. I think he got filler. Sure. Or something. I think he got under eye filler, under eye filler, Mm -hmm. and cheek filler. Cheeks, yeah. Definitely. He looks good. He still looks good. He is dating Huma Abedin, who, Brandon, (laughs) she's talking, I'm just doing playing video game. Huma Abedin, who was. Um, Anthony Weiner, politician Anthony Weiner's ex-wife who worked for Hillary Clinton and Anthony uh, was DMing all these girls, his underage girls, sending his Weiner on, and even, I think he didn't know how DM worked on Twitter and he yeah. put it on Twitter. He also had a photo where he was, sent a photo of himself uh, where he was aroused and his like four year old was like oh, lying next to him. Yeah, I don't know. That, I remember. I don't it. know that. I don't really don't think the four year old was. No, 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 no. Involved. I think that, yeah. I think he was just such a lazy fuck that he was like on his phone and like sexting some chick. Yeah, he was called a creepy loser. Yeah, that's what that is. So they got divorced, and now she was introduced to uh, Bradley Cooper. From Anna Wintour, which is so crazy because I saw that that I, I I don't remember her name. Yeah, and it was like trending. And it was all over the place, and I was yeah. like, "Who the hell?" Like, and I couldn't get on my phone because jury duty. And um, yeah, so I saw like I was like, "Who is this person?" So now it all makes sense. I was yeah. like, "I was like, who is this? Look, what is she? Let me see how she's looking." Yeah, she looks great. I mean, it's very she's um, pretty, but like it's very Clooney esque. Right. To like, yeah, I mean, they probably have something. They probably are getting along and having great conversations. Yeah. Um, This was this other story I touched on briefly. There's this guy who was on General Hospital Mm -hmm. and he's no longer on it, but he was on for a really long time and he was married to his wife since 1999. And they have like an 18 year old, like a 12 year old and like a four year old. And she's a fitness person and she's gorgeous. She announced, um, he announced that they're, uh, getting divorced because she is expecting her not their fourth child. Yes. With someone else. 
I remember we talked about this on one of the episodes I was oh, on. Oh, yeah. And, and it was like, she was like, wait, he's leaving me and I'm pregnant. But it turns out she like cheated on him with somebody and got pregnant and tried to pass it off as his. So they're getting divorced and there's no prenup. And he now is saying all the uh, property that I've ever attained is mine. Yeah. I disagree. They've been married since 1999. Oh, right. No, I was like, not, that wasn't like, me going, I'm yes. Like, <laughs> I'm yeah. like, good luck. Yeah. She's got like, to split pre- that up. The prenups only work when you have so much money to go into it and you really spell it out. And then it can also, you know, sometimes you want the prenup as the person that doesn't have the money because it's like a guarantee of like, each year you stay with me, you get an extra $2 million. So you're like, it's almost like a job. No, this is just a man who has been humiliated and scorned. It's gotten out that his wife tried to pass this off. I mean, it's a soap opera yeah. storyline. All right. I saw this. And I thought it was very interesting. Mm-hmm. I do not know who these people are, but they have 18 million followers on YouTube. They're called the Ace Family. They're extremely attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, husband and wife, a dog, and three, two little girls and a cute little boy. And I guess they just do like prank videos and they're in love and they're cute and they're young and whatever. They just said that they are going to um, stop doing all this at the end of 2022 and go travel. But before then, they really wanted to meet their fans one last time. So they created (laughs) Mm -hmm. their own version of Coachella. No. They called it the Ace Family Festival out in Lancaster. And they had all these like carnival rides uh, and food, mm. and the tickets were um, you had to buy like a group of four for like four ninety nine, four hundred ninety nine dollars, yeah, okay. or like two for two sixty or six. One YouTuber went and said, "I could buy a single ticket at the door, even though they said you couldn't," and it was one hundred twenty one dollars. And then the line to meet the family was two hours long, and people were like. So hot, and the bottles of water were three dollars, which isn't really that much, but it was, it would, mm-hmm. I think it would be more Disneyland. But they were like, but Lancaster's really hot, and they were like pouring waters on their kids <laughs> while they waited in line to meet these other, this other couple that just has kids. And then they, so I went, I, I was like, I just don't get, I don't begrudge them for amassing this following and working their asses off and being a cute family in love, but I'm just like. You can't just. Who are these families that are also obsessed with another family? It's just kind of different. Like, yeah. everyone's always like, liked a, a Disney star or liked a Katy Perry, but like a whole family then goes to see a whole other family that's mm-hmm. like married with kids. Mm-hmm. Like, just go to the park like a normal person. Just be like, oh, we're going to have a picnic with the neighbors. Like, we don't need to create a fire festival around them. So it was. <laughs> like. like- so they, so the comments, the positive comments were they were very gracious, but it was so hot outside yeah. that they decided to move it to like a pavilion. And she's like, oh. we've got the police here. We have SWAT team here. I'm SWAT like, I don't team. know if the SWAT team was there. So listen, if the people are going to pay the tickets, they're going to pay the tickets. Do you know who I'm obsessed with? Who? I'm obsessed with a family. This family? No, a family. The Sharp Family Singers. Do you know who they are? Uh... It's a group. It's a family. Is it a YouTubers? They're like on YouTube and they're also like on TikTok. It's a mom and a dad who met while they were um, performing in Les Miserables together on Broadway. Okay. They have a daughter who was on like last season of American Idol. I don't know if she was on it, but I think she auditioned. Oh, God. So they have like young adult kids. They have two twins and they have a like a teenage boy 
and they do musicals and they act them out. So it's like the Partridge family. Yes. 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 And they're just so cute and they, and but a little weird. They're, they're like the right amount of off because you're like, what? But at the same time, you appreciate that they're talented. They have a hustle, but they're all in it together. They've opened for like, they've sung the national anthem as a family. They're very acapella. They've done like, we don't talk about Bruno on YouTube. That's a family that I could get behind. I love the, I love the Sharp family singers. I don't know. I don't know this like Coachella. If like my family was like, hey guys, we're going to do a Coachella. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Like my, my church every Halloween, they get those carnival rides to come. Uh-huh. And they set up everything. So I'm like, this isn't like the worst idea. He probably found a big Aryan Lancaster is like, hey, I'm bringing a carnival to you. I yeah, think I think the fine. tickets prices are a little steep, but if that's what people are willing to pay, and people are like, oh, we came from Riverside, we came. To... I mean, it's good, clean family fun. It wasn't, you know. I just, but now that you say this, and you said you're obsessed with the family, and I remember the Partridge Family that was a scripted show. Yeah. But like, I guess it's not, you know. There's all these reality shows about families, and they made their own. I guess it's not that weird. I guess as long as they're like wholesome and like giving like a good role model to their kids and they can get behind, you know, their values and whatever. Like, I wish I could rent out a carnival. And but at the same time, I don't want that on me if like, you know, the Ferris wheel breaks. Right. I think it's a lot of <laughs> yeah, liability, like, but I'm sure yeah. buying the tickets, you sign a thing. Yeah. Just like when we if someone dies on one of those rides, it's not yeah. our church's fault that hired the company. It's yeah. the company that's whatever. I don't trust a parking lot zipper. Remember those things that like just flip? We, we totally have those at our church. Terrifying. Okay. okay. Honey, speaking of a family, is Honey Boo Boo is older now and she has a boyfriend <laughs> and she's got the big black lashes and her sisters have multiple kids. The mom secretly just got married. She's a big mess. Anyway. Not anymore. I follow Honey Boo Boo what do you mean? She's a skinny mess now. Mm, she's getting up there again. Oh, okay. Anyway, she I, I follow Honey Boo Boo, and she filmed her meet and greet yesterday at some opening of a burger place. Where? And was it at Irv's Paul, Burger in West Hollywood? Yes! Look. No, it was not. She lives up... Oh, my... Is that not it? That's LA, right? Yes. That's, that's right outside the Pantages. Okay. So that's on Hollywood. There's a burger place that just opened, Irv's, which was famous, and they just moved to a different location. So I was like, if Honey Boo Boo was in my neighborhood, I would have totally gone down there. But, but okay, so you would have gone. Okay, like, I would have gone. Anyway, people were like cheering, and they brought all their baby carriages, and I was like, well, they still got it, you know? But, I think uh, that's good for her, too, especially like being in like... Yeah. Like she was so young. She Wasn't she on Toddlers and Tiaras or something? Yes. Yeah. So I think, and like her family's been in the spotlight. She was on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Or for kids or whatever. So as long as she's staying out of trouble. Well, on my last thing, I'm going to talk about 90 Day Fiance, which I I don't really cover anymore. But the original people, Angela and Michael. This is the back of Angela. Okay. She fell in love with this Nigerian guy named Michael. Mm -hmm. And she'd be like, Michael! And people found out she'd been on numerous Mori Povich's, he's not the father, I'm not the father, Uh for like her daughter's boyfriends and stuff. Oh, her daughter went to prison for, um, you know, sexual assault of like a 15-year-old boy or something like that. I don't know. They continued on the show. She's always yelling at Michael. She always thinks he's cheating. She got all this plastic surgery. She got much thinner. She got new teeth. 
anyway, she was on an airplane just bitching. Like, who are these people that go on airplanes and be like, you're not the boss of me. Don't touch me. I'm going to sue you. No, you're not. I know. It's, no, you're fucking not. You're never going to prevail. Like, just shut, shut up. up. If it's really that bad, leave. You being calm, you will get a much bigger settlement than like yelling at the thing. Like, if they're really treating you badly, leave. And file a lawsuit. But and like do not freak out day of. Know that you're you're getting off the plane or or just shut up. And it's probably not even a problem. This is why these people are ruining alcohol on planes. Because they go to the bar on their layover or whatever and start drinking yeah. these and like like airport pours are strong. Like it's yeah. like, oh, you want a ninety ounce vodka soda? Sure, okay. And then they drink it and then they get on these planes. And start spewing every like that's I mean I, I if can't. you're really drunk they won't let you on the plane that's true but or some they'll people take can't you cover off. it up or they'll take you sit off down yeah. and be like what are you looking at like uh uh-uh. uh no I think I think flight attendants need to start carrying tasers God. not a taser because I don't know how that would work in like the air but like something that's like, like a little poke just a little you know little enough poke. it's I, I get it. Don't um, touch me. I'm going to... And like full-on fighting and brawls. I'm telling you. Duct tape in your carry-on. Justin, mm-hmm. we are going to wrap this up. I don't really know if there's anything I care to talk to you what about. What about Jake Decker in the shower? Oh, wait. Let's finish on oh, that. How did I forget about that? Tell us about that. What? <laughs> Jake uh, Decker, what does yes. he do? Jake Decker, wasn't he... I don't know. He's hot. He's, he was a... He was Is a what? He, it's Eric Decker and he's an NFL player. Is it... Jake Decker or Eric Decker? Eric. It's Eric. I said Jake. Jake. It's Eric Decker. See, I don't know. Is and he a what? Player? Okay. Oh, Eric Decker's okay. son was taking like a little photo of himself. He mm-hmm. must have got on the Instagram app of stories and didn't realize that he posted, or maybe he did, and he's the greatest prankster. He's a bit. He's the bigger thirst trap than his parents, but he. Yeah. Without Eric knowing, he took a photo of himself, posted it up to Eric's Instagram, and Eric is in the back taking a shower. You don't see dickage, but you do see the most perfect body, the He's best bubble sick. butt. Oh, so I know. cute. I hear, okay. And the little kid's face, like. He's like, look, is this, y'all won't see my dad? Like, it's kind of, it's borderline creepy. I don't think he knew his dad was in the photo. I think he I did. think he was just obsessed with himself. Nope. I think. Dad told him, hey, take a picture of Daddy's just, shower. I just got a really bad prediction. What? <sighs> oh, no. Hold on. The third eye's moving. <sighs> I think some thirsty moms are going to try. You know how, like, thirsty moms are like, um, yeah, this is my body mm-hmm. after three kids. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I have a stretch mark. Yeah. I have a stretch mark. Even Kim, oh, Kim Kardashian recently said, I don't like my hands. But then I thought... These are the hands that have fed babies and da, da, da. I did that exact same thing. I did a post when I was so annoyed that Rachel Hollis got all this love by saying, this is my body. And she looked great in a bikini. And she's like, but this is my stretch mark from carrying three kids, whatever. And I'm like, well, these are my hands. And no one make fun of them because they've written books and they've uh, given bottles to babies because I didn't breastfeed. And it's that same. And, and like maybe half the people got that I was poking fun at like um thirst trap compliment or whatever yeah. and the other half were like no your hands are not that bad like okay so anyway 
I think moms are now no, going. Like, I think moms are now going to be like doing a like doing a video and acting like they accidentally posted it or something mm-hmm. where they look really good in the back or like oh my god like what stop, stop Nathan put the phone down yeah Stacy turn the fan on high get mommy's hair. Stop. <laughs> like there are seriously moms that are so obsessed with themselves that mm-hmm. they've taken photos of themselves and there's like dirty laundry in the back and like yes. a kid in the diaper and they still post it because oh, yeah. that was the best angle for their abs. Yeah, this is this is my prediction. Yes. Thirsty Dilfs. It's time. I feel like thir- I think there's a lot of thirsty I- Thirsty Dilfs. Well, there is Dilfs of Disneyland which I follow on Instagram which is really fun. Yeah. So it's just someone who goes around they submit pictures of like hot dads pushing strollers. Right. Thirsty Delfs. I think this was like, you know, hey, whatever his son's name is, is like, hey, get dad's phone and the little kid. And it was left on photo. Like he he hit photo, got in the shower and the little kid was like, oh, look, the camera's on. And he was like, yes, it's all going according to plan. And his ass is out. Because, I mean, as someone who has Googled uh, Eric Decker nude, <laughs> it's not out there. We're ready. I'm ready to see it. Oh, it's out there. They, well, the they, butt is like, yeah. like, but I mean, that's what you said in the beginning. Oh, you were okay. like, there was no dickage in it. But I'm like, yeah, the day is young. Come on, kid, get the camera again. My point is, but also, my, kid, get out of the frame. Like, right, <laughs> reverse the camera. Then take my it. point is, is I've always said I'm jealous of influencers that exploit their cute children for likes mm-hmm. and make a whole career out of them. No. Do the trick where you where you exploit your own self, but you act like it was a mistake on your child's part. Yes, and then you're like, huh? And those got True. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Remember when she, North took these? Out? One was from the ceiling. I'm yeah. like, really? Mm-hmm. This North Spider Woman? What yes. the fuck? Just crawling up a wall like a possessed river ghost. <laughs> <laughs> but that, I'm ready for that. I'm I, ready for kids to exploit their parents. I also love that Kim knows that like North is where it's at. Like just like Kim was she fears North. favorite for so she long right now, her. North is a favorite because it's like everyone's like, she's fucking cool as shit. She, oh, yeah. North, like Kim is afraid of her own daughter. Kim is afraid of North. Yeah. Kim hold or North holds the power. It's amazing. Like 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 North will be like, shut up, mom, and she's like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. My daughter's right. I talk too much. <laughs> North is the only one. North is the one that, like, I could see that, that, like, the Twilight Zone that I always bring up where they're, like, this whole family scared of this one kid. I love that one. And he will, like, send people to the cornfield. He erases her mouth and all that stuff. She doesn't want her talk. Yeah. Like, they're just like, we love having jelly beans for dinner. (laughs) Licorice, my favorite. The black jelly beans, I love them so much. And then that, and then this teacher shows up because she like accidentally hit him, hit him his bike or something. They bring him, and they all think he's going to kill the yeah. teacher, but he's like being nice to her. Yeah. And she's like, "Well, wouldn't it be nice to have something other than candy for dinner?" And, and like, the whole family's like, and he goes, "Yeah, I think it would be." And they're like, "Okay." <laughs> like they're so. <laughs> That's the Black Mirror episode we need. We need to mesh. Yes. Keeping that, up with the Kardashians with, that with Black Twilight Mirror. Zone. Yes. <laughs> We love you, North. North, everything. You look so wonderful today. <laughs> Ow, my and leg. Then, yeah. And then North, and then North is like, "It's the twins' first birthday," <gasps> and they're like, "The twins are missing. <laughs> the Pete Davidson twins are missing." They just appear on a milk carton. 
Oh, oh God. And wherever you guys go to heatherbrickdoll.net and check out if you can make it at my New York show, October 15th. And I'm going to have more shows coming. Justin will be joining me on yes, some. Yes, yes, Hopefully yes. I'll be, I keep saying I'm going to announce it, but it's just been really hard to nail down these things, but they're coming, they're coming this fall and there'll be several of them and they will be live juicy scoops this with be fun. like, you know, a little bit of everything, stories, improv, guests, audience participation. It's Thrupples. Gonna, it's going to be very fun. So if you saw either of us last year, it, you will not, it will be a completely different show. Yep. Love you. Bye. Bye.